The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. The Pirate Radio Podcast is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players' Lounge Edition. Pirate Radio Podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. On today's podcast, we'll hear from ECU players Holton Aylers, DJ Ford, Tyler Sneed, Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens, and CJ Johnson. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer starts right now. All right, back inside the Players Lounge here on Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock, Troy D. joining us, the quarterback for the East Carolina Pirates, Holton Aylers on the Fixed NC Live line. Holton, appreciate your time. How you doing today, man? For sure, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And uh, Holden, uh, we'll just uh, we'll get into it. Uh, a dismal performance uh, offensively by the Pirates on Saturday, and you said it yourself. You pointed the finger uh, at yourself after the game. Eleven of twenty-four, seventy-seven yards, two interceptions. You spoke immediately following the game, Holden. Have you had a chance to look back at tape and kind of see what went wrong uh, for you guys on Saturday? Yeah, I have. Uh, I mean, I've probably watched that film too many times now. Um, it's a new week, you know. Like I said, I do put the finger at me. Don't point at anyone else. You know, I got to be better, and I'm I'm aware of that. And um, I'm going to be hard on myself to be better this week. So, good thing about football is we got a new opportunity Saturday, and that's what I'm focused on. How quickly uh, holding after a, a game like that do you move on? Again, you you, you got to get ready for the next opponent, but at the same time, you got to clean up your mistakes. So, when does everything turn 100% focused to Marshall? Yeah, emotionally, I mean, you usually give yourself 24 hours even after a win. Um, just a 24-hour rule, just whatever happened that game emotionally, take it out of that 24 hours, and then from there on, just learn from your mistakes and grow from it. And, and during practice, you know, focus on your mistakes and get better from it. So that's what we're going to do as an offense. You know, defense played a really good game, and we got to come out there and we got to perform better. Holden, you had a, a long run in the game, and you came up, it appeared to be wincing a little bit, and... I don't know, maybe uh, uh, leaning towards the shoulder some, but how how were you feeling during the game after that, health wise, and how are you uh, today? Yeah, I mean, after any game, you're going to be sore. Um, I mean, that run uh, took a hard hit. I didn't really know there was anyone else behind me, so I didn't brace myself for impact. But um, I'll be good. You know, I mean, to stay in stay in the training room and just kind of like any other week, you know, you're going to have bumps and bruises coming out of it, and that's every football player in America. So just got to continue to stay in the training room, get better, and you know, get ready for Saturday. Holding this is Troy. Looking at the positive side of things, you know this is a uh, SEC team you guys faced. You had them on the on their heels the entire game. It took them to the literally the last play of the game to uh, get a victory. I, you know I view this as you know a few years ago. I think the South Carolina team steamrolls East Carolina. So uh, I know the the outcome wasn't the way you guys wanted and Pirate fans wanted, but I do see improvement from where this thing could have been a number of uh, years ago. When you look at it from that perspective, you know I. I still see improvement, and this team still has a chance to have a really good season. Is the optimism and perspective there with you and your teammates for the going forward? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, this team knows that our season isn't over. Um, you know, our, we knew going in our non-conference was going to be a tough schedule. I mean, no matter what SEC team you play, they're the SEC, and they're going to get those big-time players. And they certainly had some. 
um, on Saturday. But it's definitely a game that we, you know we we think we should have won. We we definitely thought we uh you know I mean we had them on the ropes and we got to play a lot better offensively. Like I said, and the defense is, has played lights out that that day, and uh, he's got to got to play better and get ready for the next week. And that's what we're focused on. Doesn't get a uh, tremendous easier going on the road up against Marshall this weekend. What's the early uh, takeaway from that as far as what your expectations when you face that Marshall defense? Yeah, they're going to be another tough team. Um, they're returning three out of four guys up front, and they're they're really skilled. But um, you know, it's going to be a good environment. Um, you know, they they always have a good environment up there, and excited to go up there and and you know have a good test with us. But we're going to show a lot what we are too. You know, I mean, anytime you. You get knocked in the jaw like that, you got to bounce back, and that's what we're hoping to do. Holding kind of a, a unique start to the season where your first game is at a neutral site. It was a road game. App State had more fans, but it was a Bank of America Stadium. You come home in front of your home fans week two. Now your first true road game. So do you have to do anything differently offensively, maybe some silent calls, signals, when you uh, you go on the road for your first true road game coming up Saturday? Uh, yeah, we are. We're going to go, I think, to a silent cadence this week just because, I mean, they, they they do have a good following up there. You know, they're they're winning right now, too, and they got a new coach in there with a lot of excitement. So um, we are going to go to a silent cadence this week just for, in preparation for that being a loud crowd. But, I mean, that's the atmosphere that you want to play in. I mean, you want to go into environments like that. and That's what makes college football so fun is the passionate fans. So um, we're going to go with the silent cadence this week and, and kind of roll with that. So. It should be fun, man. I'm excited to get up there and, and play in front of those fans. Hold on, I know we've talked about this before, but is there any talk about, you know, you're such a threat as a mobile quarterback, and I know there's been some talk with Donnie and the guys about wanting still to keep you protected and, and not getting hurt, but uh, has there been any talk about opening things up a little bit more where you're able to be a little more mobile? And, and you know, from my perspective, I'm just watching, but is it safer almost that when you do run, you can avoid hits sometimes? You can slide, you can go out of bounds, or you could apply a hit yourself versus if, if you're four to stay in the pocket receiving it you're getting hit anyway uh and you're not able to move the ball what is your perspective on that you know will we see you kind of get the green light to be able to be more mobile and what's your take on on those situations as far as the hits you know is it better to be running versus just being stuck in the pocket i mean anything to help the team win you know i mean i'm i like to run the ball i do and i like to be mobile and anything to help the offense move the ball is is what I'm up for. I um, mean, yeah, I'm definitely not shying away from contact of any any sort. But I mean, yeah, when I'm running the ball, I can you know see see guys coming and get down when I need to get down if if needed or if we need to get the first down, you know, try to get the first down any way we can. But you know, whatever Coach K calls up is what we're going to run. Um, we're going to trust in him and and just let him call his game and see whatever he thinks is the best way for us to win. And that's what we're going to trust in. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, you said earlier uh, the, the defensive performance uh, was impressive. And uh, talk about getting better week to week. East Carolina got gashed on the ground week one. Week two, South Carolina barely cracked 100 yards rushing. And how uh, inspired, how, how proud of you uh, are you of those guys uh, on the defensive side of the ball for the, the performance they had? Very, man. I mean, those guys work really hard. They, they definitely deserve all the credit that they're getting. Um, you know, they played their hearts out. And, you know, I hate that the offense didn't didn't play that way to get them dubbed um, on Saturday, but you know, hopefully, we get things turned around this Saturday, and they they keep playing the way they will. We'll be just fine. 
Holden Naylor's joining us on the Fixed NC Live line. It'll be ECU Marshall coming up 6 o'clock. Our coverage begins 2 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate on Saturday. Holden, uh, once again, C.J. Johnson, just two catches. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you're tired of getting this question, but how can you get him more involved? Tyler Snead did have five, so he was more involved in the passing game. But that C.J. Holden connection, uh, obviously something that leads to success and something you want to see, I'm sure, uh, a bigger number than two beside his name. I do. You know, anytime we can get him, CJ, or Josiah the ball, um, I mean, I'm sorry, him, Sneed, or Josiah the ball, we certainly want to. I certainly want to. So, I um, just got to gotta get the right guys in there in the right space and the right timing and everything down. So, we're going to continue to work on it. Um, you know, we've had a lot of a lot of passes together, so it's not like we're off connection or anything. Uh, we just got to get him the ball more. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, uh, really appreciate your time and uh, answering our questions here on Pirate Radio Live. And uh, good luck this Saturday. Uh, big game coming up on the road at Marshall. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Go Pirates. Hey, thanks, Holden. All right, let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line as we continue the Pirate Radio Lounge, Players Lounge, with DJ Ford, East Carolina Safety. Joining us today, DJ, uh, appreciate your time, man. How you doing? doing good man thanks for having me today yes sir thank you for coming on and uh dj we talked a lot last week about making improvements from week one to week two and uh the defense did just that for east carolina this weekend um really in the run game for the pirates allowing just uh, 106 uh rushing yards for south carolina only 214 through the air you guys uh enforced uh, some turnovers as well you guys really put together a good performance on saturday didn't get the win but dj how how pleased were you with the defensive effort there on Saturday? I was uh, very pleased with our guys on the defensive side of the ball. We did a really good job um, of doing everything that the coaches asked of us this week. We came out, we were flying around. We triggered a lot faster than we did in week one. I don't know if you guys could tell it or not, but when we play fast like that, we have a lot more energy and it just gets the guys rolling. DJ Ford joining us. DJ credited with six uh, tackles, four solo, one tackle for loss. And uh, you got a fumble recovery too, right, DJ? Yes, sir, I did. (laughs) Uh, The turnovers, uh, and that's a key every single week. How much is that stressed by Blake Harrell? How much is that stressed by you and the leaders on the defense to win that turnover battle? Uh, Turnovers is something that we take a lot of of pride in. Um, As a coaching staff, our coaching staffs, stays on us about creating uh, turnovers and keeping our energy high. and That's exactly what we did. We got after them. We got after the ball. We took the ball away, and we played with a lot of energy. And the guys on the team, we we wanted just as much, if not more, than the coaches, you know what I'm saying? So that's something we definitely place a lot of uh, priority on. DJ had uh, Tyler Snead on uh, earlier, and he, he's a big fan of the Pirates' defense. He talked about the two for 12 on third down for South Carolina. He credited you guys. He credited the fans in the stands at Dottie Ficklin Stadium. That's another key indicator on a good football team, a good defense. Two for 12 for South Carolina. You guys were great on third down. Yes, sir. We did a really good job on third down. Um, like I said, guys were flying around having fun. We didn't even realize it was – that crazy of a stat line until after the game you know of course we get caught up in the moment we knew that we were playing good but i mean of course we always want to hold them to zero so dj i say it a lot one thing that really gets the crowd going is good defense because uh, the crowd's got to be quiet when the team's on offense but uh, they can get as loud as they want to when you guys are on defense how much fun was that your first experience uh playing at dowdy ficklin stadium in front of a crowd 
Oh man, it was so much fun. Uh, it was unbelievable. It felt like a movie, you know. Um, the crowd was really into the game. They were really loud. Um, anytime we, you know what I'm saying, waved our hands, get them pumped, they, they were just extremely active in the game. And um, that energy that we got from them definitely helped throughout the game. DJ, not the result you wanted, a 20-17 uh, to 17 loss to South Carolina. But, again, we've talked about the positives on the defensive side. Is that something you, you carry into this week's practice, talk about your improvements, and, and try to get even better uh, when you take on Marshall this Saturday? Yes, sir. I think you said it correctly. Uh, we'll bring that into this week, but we're not satisfied. We want to get even better. We want to hold them to fewer yardage, you know what I'm saying, less conversions on third down, and just keep – keep improving all around. Marshall coming up next, DJ, man. They put up some points, 49 uh, on Navy, 44 on North Carolina Central, a high-powered offense there uh, that has played well through two weeks. Have you dove into that film yet, DJ, or is that coming later in the week? Um, so guys are doing some film study on their own uh, today because today is our off day. But uh, I know we're getting some of the guys together defensively and watching some film. Um, without the coaches and everything. So we're getting ready to get that started, but we have not started yet as a team. That starts tomorrow. DJ, two weeks into it, uh, and again, you you were in on a lot of tackles, a lot of plays on Saturday. How's the body feeling uh, on this Monday? (laughs) I felt better. (laughs) Just a little sore, nothing crazy, you know. That's just a part of the game that we play. We're kind of modern-day gladiators, the way we throw our bodies around and we're extremely physical, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the name of the game that we play. We signed up for this, so that's part of it. And, uh, and DJ, you said it earlier, you got to take the frustration, but you, you said the word fun, and then the guys were flying around having fun on defense at the end of the day. Uh, that's what it's all about, and, of course, winning is a lot more fun, too. That's kind of the cherry on top. Uh, I know you're trying to get that first W of uh, 2021. Yes, sir. I truly believe that once we uh, – get our first W, and we get the ball rolling, it's just going to kind of snowball, you know what I'm saying? The confidence level is only going to increase. Guys are only going to buy in more and more into what the coaches are saying and things of that nature. So it's all about us as a team and how we respond, and I have the most confidence that we're going to respond and come out and get the W this week. DJ Ford joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line here in the Players' Lounge. DJ, we'll let you get back to your uh, your schoolwork and your football work. We appreciate you joining us, man, and good luck uh, coming up this Saturday in Huntington. Sounds good. Thank you. Back inside the Pirate Radio Players' Lounge with Tyler Sneed, East Carolina wide receiver, joining us on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Tyler, we appreciate your time, man. How you doing today? Good. Appreciate you guys having me. Tyler, uh, coming off a 20-17 to loss to the South Carolina Gamecocks, but let's talk about how that game started on Saturday. A little trickeration to uh, to get the festivities going, and a Tyler Sneed uh, takes the handoff on the sweep and uh, and throws it down the field to Josiah Hatfield for a touchdown. Tyler, uh, how long have you been working on that one at practice? Is that something that's installed this week, or is that something that goes back to the off season? When did you cook that one up? It, we have we have different ways to to run the the trick passes and all that, and they put in the uh, the jet sweep to do it this week. And uh, we ran it ran it a lot this week in practice. And uh, Thursday came, and he said he he thinks that's going to be the first play. So kind of had an idea, and then wow. walked through on Friday. It was first play, so uh, we knew we were going to take a shot. 
And uh, yeah, I was excited to run it. I knew I had to throw it because Josiah can just fly. So uh, I tried to throw it as far as I could and let him let him go get it. Did it work? I mean, it worked to perfection. Did it work that well at practice? Did you guys hit it like that every time? Well, I actually underthrew him in practice because he's so fast. So yeah. I was like, when I get in the game, I'm gonna have to throw it like with everything I got. So uh, you know, I tried to do that and. I mean, he just ran under. I don't think there's a way you can overthrow him. So that's pretty interesting that he that you were told on Thursday it might be the first play. So you've got like 48 hours to think about it, oh, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think that made me more nervous in, in, instead of them telling me like right before the game or something. No, I mean, I, I was really excited for it just because yeah. like I, I knew we were going to take a shot, and you know, I'm not trying to think of the negatives we could have. I'm only thinking positive. There you, you go. Know, that close to game time too. So. uh no, I was just I was thinking positive and, and, and it worked out. Uh, Tyler Sneed joining us. Tyler, uh, more involved in the passing game. Uh, five catches, the yards, 35, not what you want, but you were more involved as a receiver. Uh, how did you feel about your performance individually on Saturday? Um, you know, like you said, the yards, uh, not where we want them to be. Uh, you know, that's, that's just on me making stuff happen after, after I get the ball in my hands. You know, if he's getting it to me five times, I, I probably need to get more than I than I did, but you know, I, I still got to get open. I still think I can do a lot better. So, and um, kick returns one for twenty one and uh, six yards on the punt return game. Still looking to break one, and it feels like it's there. Uh, you've seen a little bit of daylight so far this year, but mm-hmm. do you kind of feel like at any moment you could break the big one on a return? Yeah, I, I mean, every time I go out there, I, I, I try to think that way. You know, I want to say this was the one, but. Uh, you know, it di- didn't happen this week. Uh, looking forward to next week, though, and uh, hopefully I can get it done then. Talking to Tyler Sneed inside the Pirate Radio studios. Tyler, uh, just a rough performance for East Carolina's offense on Saturday. Have you you gone back and watched it? What did South Carolina's defense do to, to stymie the Pirates' offense? Hey, you know, they, they, they did a good job, uh, had a good defense. Uh, I, think, I think we left a lot out there, um, but – you know you can't you can't look back on it anymore. You know we had that time to do that. We watched the film a couple times, and uh, now we're all focused on Marshall this week. Talked uh, holding about this. I'll ask you too. You talk about the improvements you want to make going into week three. How about the jump the defense took from week one to week two? Uh, really got gashed on the ground against Staff State. Came back. South Carolina barely cracked a hundred yards rushing on Saturday. You know how, how awesome was that to see your defense step up? No, that was great. They played they played a great game. You know. During the game, you know, I mean, they had all the energy, forcing turnovers and everything. I think at one point I looked up uh, and I saw South Carolina had negative rushing yards at one point yeah. on the uh, big screen. So, you know, that's great to see. Um, like I said, they played a great game. We just got to get it done offensively, uh, and we're working on that this week. Pirate fans uh, were there and, and getting loud late in that game. Unfortunately, Tyler, I was following some accounts on social media. Apparently, there was a big backup trying to get into the stadium, so not a lot of people saw your touchdown. <laughs> there was a lot more people there at the end of the game than there were when you threw that early touchdown, but uh, how much uh, did you enjoy playing in front of that crowd on Saturday? Yeah, no, the, the crowd is huge. You know, we got the best fans. I always say that, but... Uh, no, I mean, just, just the energy that they brought, uh, you know, third downs. Yeah. I think they went two for 12 or something on third down. So the energy that the fans brought was great. And uh, I just hope we get to see that more this year. Yeah, it can be a difference maker. And uh, it was defensively uh, for the Pirates there on Saturday. Marshall coming up next. And, Tyler, I don't know uh, how much you've looked at Marshall so far. Their scores have been pretty eye-opening, what they've been able to do against Navy and North Carolina Central so far. Good opponent on the road. Uh, have you... Have have you looked at them yet and what kind of stands out about the herd 
Um, we saw them a little bit when we were watching film on App State's defense, so we got to see them. Um, they're they're a good team. You know, you've seen the scores uh, weeks one and two. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a good game. You know, I, I think we have a shot every week to go in and play uh, if we play the way we know we can play. But, uh, no, they are a good team, and I'm excited for this week. Yeah, I mean, you're still logged in. The team, Coach Houston, everybody's still logged in. And uh, sometimes I worry about that with these losses like this, where you give it your all, you lose on the last-second field goal. But, man, you, you got to turn it around quick. We talked about it yeah. last week and kind of the same deal this week, right? Yes, sir, yeah. You know, you have your time to soak in it and, and watch that film. But, uh, you know, it's still early, week two. You know, we thought we had that game. I thought we controlled it the whole time up until the very end. But, uh, yeah, you know, just coming into this week, you know, we just got to stay positive and, and keep that keep that vibe up there in the locker room. Uh, and so that, that way we can go into this week with clean slate. Uh, this will be your first true road game played in Charlotte. App State was technically the home team, but your, your first true road environment this week. And Holden said something about, you know, doing a, your silent cadence and signals and things like that. Is that something maybe you'll you'll work on this week at practice just in case it is a little too loud for y'all to communicate? Yeah, no, we, we usually always do that first road game um, just because the fans for the other team, you know, you know how the, the crowd can be, you know, South Carolina came in here two for twelve on third downs. Yeah. The crowd got into it. We're loud. So, uh, yeah, no, their their crowd's probably going to be into it. We'll work on that throughout the week. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's a big difference going on the road. But at the end of the day, we just got to execute the best we can. Tyler, I heard you talking to uh, Brian Bailey before you came on here, and he was asking you about that throw, and you you credited your baseball days. Yeah. Uh, what did you? What were you? Shortstop pitcher? What did you play in baseball? Played played center field. You know, my, okay. dad, my dad played shortstop, but I never really got into the infield uh, deal. I, I'd rather go run run down a fly ball. I or can see that your but, speed uh, in center field. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, I mean. It's been a while since I played. My shoulder's kind of hurt right now. I mean, I haven't thrown like <laughs> I that. Said but, uh, no, yeah, back, back in the baseball days, you know, that, that was a good time. So I just credited that to the throw, yes, sir. So did you throw any in uh, in high school? Were you ever a quarterback in high school, or were you always on the outside receiver? I had a couple plays at Wildcat, but that's yeah. it. It didn't really throw. I think I threw one time in high school. I think I threw a pick, actually. But it got, <laughs> I think it got called back. It was like roughing the pass or something. Hey, it didn't count. But, uh, yeah, no. That other than that, you know, the throws here are the only two I've I've ever had. And your uh, your two for two, Tom McClellan from ECU put up a stat after that one. You hit uh, Blake Pro for a touchdown also last year, yes sir. So uh, two for two, perfect. We'll see. And, and we we take calls after the game. And, you know, somebody called in, man, that was a great play. Why didn't they do that again? <laughs> well, that's why it's a trick play, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. know. And and part of it is knowing when to call it, right? Right, right. You know, first game, I think you know, I think that was a great call first game, first play, just because, you know, they, they probably aren't expecting it, um, especially like that on a jet sweep or something. So, uh, no, I thought it was a great call. Are you uh, – if you had a, a challenge in the wide receiver room, who could throw the uh, the longest spiral? Are you, you winning that? C.J.? CJ can got throw it. Well, Taji Hudson was Taji, a quarterback. Yeah, I was about to say Taji can throw it. The other day in practice, I think he threw it like sixty or something like that in the air. But uh, <laughs> so maybe not the last receiver pass we've seen. Yeah, maybe year. not. You never know. Just yeah. I can throw it too, though. But he's—I mean—he's just so fast. You get the ball in his hands and he's gone. So that was a uh, beautiful catch by him uh, and a great throw by Tyler Sneed. Got things going early, but South Carolina comes out uh, with the win. How do you? Uh, there's a lot of different ways to watch a last second field goal, Tyler. You can watch it. You can turn your head, close your eyes. What, yeah. what about you? That last field goal. What were you doing? I was I was watching it. You know, I I thought we had a chance to block it. Yeah. Um, 
so I was putting all the faith in those guys uh, to do it. You know, I, I I'm not the type to look away. You know, I want to I want to see what happens. I was really hoping he would miss or something, but he didn't. And uh, that was the game. You know, that hurt a lot. But you know, it, it's flush now. And we got to move on. And uh, Tyler, we're both moving on as NFL fans too. Your team <laughs> lost Week One. My team lost yesterday. I'm still pissed off about it, but we move on. Uh, Washington plays the Giants coming up Thursday night. Uh, who the Cowboys got this week? I haven't even looked. Have you? I, no, I haven't looked either. I'm, Your boys look good on offense, Tyler. They they, they they show some bright spots. Yeah, and then maybe some improvements on defense. But as you yeah. said before, we got going here. You can't leave a second on the clock with Tom Brady's got the ball, right? Yeah. Let's see. Dallas week two has ooh the Chargers. Uh, I saw them up close and personal yesterday. Yeah, they, tough group. They played good. Yeah. That'll be that'll be a tough one. Sneed, I uh, appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck on Saturday against Marshall, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Troy Day back inside the players' lounge with Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens from the ECU defense guys. First of all, welcome back. Good to see you again. Yes, sir. Good being back. Yes, sir. Good being back. Uh, Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's, let's talk. Don't get too fired up yet, Bruce. We got to keep you even keel here. Uh, let's talk about last weekend. First of all, outstanding performance by the defense. Uh, I think the really one of the storylines of the game was, was the improvement from game one to game two from App State to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys were a big part of that. Your thoughts and feelings, first of all, after last weekend. Um, it was, so we'll start with Bruce. Um, it was it was a real bitter uh, feeling, you know, after the game, knowing how hard we played and stuff, and we let them off the hook um, at the end. But you know, it's a little sweet too because we know we improved and we know how good our team can be. So, I mean, we just we just got to keep building off of that and just try to keep getting better and better and better. Xavier, your thoughts? Uh, just going off of what Bruce said, I feel like. As a defense, we saw what we could be, and we seen all the hard work we put in and the preparation, and that when we have a good week of practice and we execute at a high level, that it does translate to the game. And I think we all got a glimpse of that this uh, past Saturday. You know, things didn't fall how we wanted them to fall, but there's a lot of positives we can take away from that game that we had to transition and keep playing like that uh, week after week after week. So it was just a good thing to see defensively. But, you know, we're still I'm still upset that we didn't come out victorious because I feel like we did play well enough and good enough to get the win. As you guys know, three phases to the game, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, it really kind of takes everybody working together. You can't just do it just with one phase. But uh, I know you guys really showed up. Uh, Xavier, I believe you had eight tackles. Bruce, six. Uh, you both shared a sack. I mean, your stats uh, from Saturday looked really good. Your play looked impressive. And I, I, I was getting fired up watching Bruce getting fired up on the field after his big tackles. <laughs> too. How did that feel to get out there and you know finally feel like you were making a difference? Uh, it felt great, and especially the the atmosphere kind of amplified it too. Um, it just felt it just felt real good to know that our defense is playing good and knowing that I can contribute to that. You saw Xavier App State got over you know a couple hundred yards rushing, kept South Carolina just a hundred. You really you guys really shut down the run game. Take us back to that last drive. I know that's one you guys that was probably if there was anything that you could take back, maybe that last drive where they kept on eating yards and yards and yards and getting close enough to kick a field goal. Uh, what were you guys seeing on that last drive that they had? Um, it was just execution pieces you know it was late in the ball game we just have to work on you know finishing what we're doing the rest of the game you know we have to 
keep playing the way we were playing for all four quarters. We can't let up. And there are some plays, you know, maybe if it was being fatigued or tired, but mentally, like, the focus wasn't there and the execution started to slip just a little bit. I thought you guys matched up physically really strong with this SEC team. I mean, as you mentioned earlier, had these guys on their heels the entire game. It took them to the last play of the game to to win it. Uh, you guys, how do you guys view it? And then after you've watched some of the tape, as far as how you physically matched up with with the South Carolina Gamecocks. Um, me personally, I feel like you know that's an SEC opponent. One and two, they were some pretty pretty big guys. They were pretty physical, and like if if we could if we could match up against them physically, like we should be able to match up against anyone. Um, so just we just taking that into consideration. Like we got a real good football team. Like physically, we have a real good football team physically, and we just got to work on the mental piece to keep pushing us forward. And Xavier, I know you guys were able to uh, get some turnovers too, which is something y'all work on all the time. Yeah, I mean, just like piggybacking off of Bruce, you know, it's all about a mindset. You know, it doesn't matter how big the team is, you know, how strong it is. It's about who wants it more, you know, who prepared better, you know, who got better in the film room, who really studied their opponent. And I feel like we did a great job this week on getting, like, key things to help us uh, elevate during the game. So I feel like that played a big part as well because, you know, they were bigger than us, but, like, it's about a one-two mindset, and I feel like we had that, and we're feeding off each other the whole game. I, I said it earlier. I think this is a South Carolina team. You know, I mean, who's to say how good they are, you know, at the end of the season? But this is a South Carolina team. I think a few years ago, if we played them, they steamroll East Carolina. So, for ECU, and granted, it would have been great to finally send them home with the with the loss, but uh, I see improvement big picture-wise as far as where this team was a few years ago yeah. to where it is right now. I know the frustration level as far as the wins and losses aren't there yet, but that doesn't mean they can't be coming soon. Yeah. Right. I think the same thing. Like, it's a process in everything you do. No matter how long it takes, it's a process. So we just got to keep trusting that process. How are you guys doing physically? How's the team, you know, as far as your other teammates on the defense doing physically? It was a uh, physical game. You guys look good to me. You yeah. sound good. But uh, yeah. how's everybody holding up right now? Uh, we're doing good physically. Um, you know, we're just getting treatment, you know, getting the nicks and bruises taken care of. But, like, we have no, like, like major concerns injury-wise. So, like, it was just a physical game. You know, we knew what we were getting into before the game. You know, you just got to take care of your body afterwards, prepare for the next week. Once again, uh, just a few key plays here or there go the other way. East Carolina potentially dominates that game. And it's, when we're talking a different story today, how, this team I know is hungry. Uh, as you turn your sights now to Marshall, the thundering herd, I know you'd love to take some aggression out <laughs> of those guys. And what what are you guys' uh, thoughts and feelings? What do you see from this Marshall offense that you expect going into Saturday? Um, we haven't really dove too deep. Like We're just trying to finish the, finish the film from South Carolina and correcting our mistakes. But I mean, from what I see, they, they got a they got a pretty good football program, and we just gotta we gotta attack like how we would any other team, you know, just go in there and do what we gotta do and play our style of football. This will be a, a road game. I know you guys mentioned the energy in the stadium Saturday. How much of a factor was that for y'all having fans back in the stands and being able to feed off of that? Um, it was amazing, to be honest. You know, I missed that personally. I know, like, a lot, of the, a lot of the younger guys, you know, they really admire that. You know, that's, like, I remember my first game when I seen a whole bunch of fans in the stadium. You know, it's really, like, not breathtaking, but, like, 
it's an unforgettable moment you have. So I know a lot of guys, you know, really feed it into that. And, like, we support, love and support you guys. You, you love and support us. So it's like a love-love relationship. How did practice go yesterday? How's the mentality of this team um, mentally right now? Uh, I feel like we're good. We, we're just working on improving us. Like like I said, it's a process, and we know that. So we're just going to keep doing what we got to do to make sure we get over the hump. Guys, great seeing you as always. Thank you for coming in. The Players' Lounge here on Pirate Radio. And uh, we'll wish you the best of luck going on the road to Marshall. And we will hook up with you again next week. Okay, Thank sir. Thank you. Thank you. Right now, we'll go out live on the Fixed NC Live line and talk to C.J. Johnson. East Carolina wide receiver he joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. C.J., how you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing really good, man. Appreciate you joining us, uh, especially uh, after a tough loss. Those are tough to take for everybody, CJ. The the fans, the coaches, and and certainly the players. But you got to move on from it quick. How how frustrating is it like that to lose on a last second field goal, CJ? Oh man, it's it's, it's so frustrating because we we know that we outplayed them, and we just have to fix the small mistakes that we made to bring it all together and come out with a win. Coach Houston told us all year that we were going to, we were going to be in closed ball games all year. So, and yeah, and you're right. And the old cliche: you you lose by a lot, then you lose close, then you start to win close. And the Pirates trying to win one of those close ones here at the end. Uh, CJ, a rough uh, performance from the offense. South Carolina stymied uh, that Pirate offense. Have you gone back and, and watched the film? And uh, you know what did they do to to hold you guys down offensively on Saturday? Oh man, they um. We watched the film. They 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 have big bodies up front, and they um, they got a little bit of push. And we like if you look go back and look at the film, receivers were open. We just it just broken down plays. Like like I said, little little mistakes that uh, we can easily fix. We have to fix those on the offensive side. But I feel like the defense they played they played the tails off. They played a great game. Yeah, it's, you say that, CJ. On one side, it's like, man, we we had we left some big plays on the field. On the other side, it's like, hey, those plays are there. Let's get them next time. That's the mentality, right? That look, we can uh, we can fix this. We can get this thing going. Yes, sir. That is that is definitely the mentality. You always got to have that next play mentality. Great play to open up the game with. Tyler Sneed uh, throws it to Josiah Hatfield for a touchdown. Asked Tyler earlier who had the strongest arm in the wide receiver room. He didn't really – he wouldn't really give me a name, CJ. Uh, how about you if I ask you? Who's the uh, – could you throw the ball further than uh, Tyler Sneed? Uh, I don't know. That, that was a dime. That was a dime. That was a Patrick Mahomes dime. But, I mean, I got a little I got a little 65-yard bomb in me. <laughs> no, nah, he dropped it in the bucket, and part of that, too, is uh, he said there, it's impossible to overthrow Josiah Hatfield, so just throw it as far as you can, and that guy will go get it, right? Oh, man. This, the hardest thing is to overthrow Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so fast, he outruns every ball. So. Uh, beautiful play drawn up there uh, as the Pirates uh, do go down to South Carolina 2017. Marshall coming up next, CJ, and – Man, they've been putting up some points and playing pretty good defense so far against Navy at NC Central. Have you started to look ahead to the herd yet? Oh yes, we have. Um, we're looking. We're looking to come out and play our game and come out with a dub. We, uh, we we're evaluating film. We know that they got athletes, but we have athletes too. So 
CJ, one thing that Snead and Aylers have talked about today is the silent cadence. You might you'll be in your first true road game. Uh, going to be a pretty good uh, crowd of green, I would think, in Huntington. So that's something uh, you guys work on probably already, but maybe focus on this week. Is that is that something you're comfortable with? If you have to go silent count because you you won't be able to hear uh, each other on the field. Oh, most definitely. We um, so all last year since there wasn't any fans, we went uh, we went silent <laughs> count. So yeah. Uh, that was because the opposing team could hear you, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ Johnson joining us. CJ, uh, I don't know what. What do you look to improve on this week as an offense uh, as you get ready for the herd? Oh man, we just we just look to improve on executing better and um, just just having that fire mentality the whole game instead of like you know just having it in the first half. We got to come out in the second half, like um, Coach K says. Uh, game is won between the second and third quarter so we we just got to uh, come out stronger in, at halftime man we mentioned that earlier too we'll end on this cj but i've heard the middle eight you know the last four the first half the first four the second half the last two weeks the first two games of the season you had that hail mary catch overturned at halftime and then the pick six on saturday and that is uh that's hurt the pirates those last two plays so it really does show the uh the momentum that can really shift uh that last uh minute of the, of the uh, second quarter yes sir See, yes, sir, that shows it shows it the most like that because you think about it a hail mary counts with different ball game coming out of halftime we yeah. get a little bit more energy no doubt and um that pick six like if it didn't happen like i said at a halftime we're coming out with way more energy cj i uh, appreciate you joining us today man we'll let you get back to work and uh we will talk to you again soon yes sir thank you and that's another great episode of the pirate radio podcast the players lounge edition special thanks to our sponsor white claw hard seltzer look for white claw at your favorite retailer next time you're out shopping white claw hard seltzer available in five fruit flavors two grams of carbs gluten-free and only 100 calories and nothing tastes quite like it we'll be back very soon with another edition of the pirate radio podcast in the meantime be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your apple store you can visit our website at pr927fm.com and you can follow us on social media to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You have been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. The Pirate Radio Podcast is an exclusive presentation by Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.